Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Starbucks with Jim and Donardo. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. Happy Monday morning. Once again, Jim. Good morning. I feel like we were just we were just on, but bright and early again. This is two Mondays in a row in the off season, which is usually a good thing or a bad thing, or it could be both. <laughs> yeah, last Monday we had uh, some positive news to talk yes. about with the signing of uh carlos santana this monday not so positive unfortunately no, no. we were blessed yeah. though with back-to-back weekends of news just uh as you mentioned not the best of news this time yeah um i think it's fair to say everyone knows what we're talking about at this point in time so maybe we should probably get into it let's do it so Basically, Saturday, a bomb was dropped. I was outside. Happened to... I didn't, I didn't even see the news firsthand. Like, I got it from... And I guess maybe this is a little bit way of teasing this. We are doing our NS9 Idol this week, at, this week mm-hmm. right? Looking for our new yeah. contestants. So check that out tonight, tomorrow night, and the next night. Um, but it was one of our contestants in the group chat that put in Mackie's tweet and said... Oh boy, Reynolds is demanding a trade. And I said, What? <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I believe this or not because it wasn't the Mackie trade either. It was the Post Gazette tweet that was put in there. And my first reaction was the Post Gazette honestly got a fake account made for them. And then I looked at the Twitter handle just to make sure. And I was like, No, this is for real. Brian Reynolds is demanding a trade. What a bomb. <sighs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's I think it's actually somewhat surprising because you know, as bad as the team has been and as good as Brian Reynolds has been, I don't know, you always kind of just got the feeling that he was enjoying his time here. Like he he wasn't really he doesn't really love the media, the spotlight. So, like, it, it's almost like he fit in here because he kind of flew under the radar. You know, everyone everyone here likes him here in Pittsburgh, but, like, as far as not a big national figure, felt like he was just kind of, like, coasting his way through and was enjoying his time. But uh, let's let's take a step back. Yeah. From his mouth, he has said – Yes. He's enjoying his time. Yes. Um, but apparently, as uh, John Heyman has reported, and I've had to get screenshots of all the John Heyman tweets about this because he blocked me a few months ago. But uh, <laughs> everyone hates Jim. And I love it. <laughs> but, but John Heyman, apparently, uh, you know, the Pirates have been in extension talks with Brian Reynolds uh, this offseason. And apparently, they've gone so poorly that 
he wants out. It's uh, it, it's gone bad. Um, so here we are, December fifth, and Brian Reynolds has requested a trade from the Pirates. So now it really just comes down to, you know, we can talk all about you know why, and I think, you know, there's a lot of factors as to the why, but uh, I mean the Pirates. The Pirates have control of Brian Reynolds for three more years, 2023, 2024, 2025. They don't have to trade him right now. Right. Um, if they want to be a better team in 2023, they shouldn't trade him, right? Um, so it's going to be curious to just kind of see how this goes now. You know, obviously a lot of teams are going to be lining up for Brian Reynolds. He's a very good player and, I think probably all 30 major league teams would like to have him, right? Uh, so now it's just a matter of can any team match the Pirates' price uh, now that they know that you know he's he's wanting out. Maybe the Pirates are a little bit more um, eager to pull something off than they were before. Um, either way, winter meetings, you know, they're this week, so everybody's together right now. Um, ben Sherrington's going to be having conversations with every general manager in baseball. And so if there is going to be a deal to be made, you know, this week is a pretty prime opportunity for that to happen. Yeah. He at least blessed mm-hmm. everybody in the timing. Yep. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, the thing about it, talk about Reynolds, talk about his personality, right? Like there's the one thing about like, when you look at the leaders per se on this team, right? Like the tenured guys, the ones you look up to, like there's Brian Reynolds, there's Cabrian Hayes, and they're very, very quiet to themselves, not vocal. So like one thing was like, this was a bomb just in that sense. This is like the yeah. first, so like you're, you're hearing of Brian Reynolds outside of anything else, right? Like he came out and is like demanding a trade. Evolved, right? right. Um, it's like there's that aspect of it, it's kind of weird, but then the other thing, too, like the way I hate this, right? Now, granted, we've talked, we've talked about how either like get this thing done or or trade him because, like, why are you keeping Brian Reynolds on this team if he's not in that window? The way Charrington has progressed this rebuild which essentially is a terrible word because it hasn't really progressed. But the way he's done it is like, it just keeps going further and further and further away. You know, like it's not this year. Like last year was not the bridge year at all to like start winning. Mm-hmm. And the more of those years you have, the less control you have of Brian Reynolds when you are winning. So it's like, why aren't you trading him? So I know there's like this, there's a set of fans people that are, are looking at this and thinking, well, you know what? It's the right move anyways. And that could be true. But where I'm at is this isn't how you get there. Mm-hmm. Don't do it by having ba- the, basically the face of your franchise coming out and demanding a trade for it. That's just not a good look. It's not a good look in so many ways because, for one, you've already screwed that guy last year. You've already screwed around with him. And the reason he has a contract this year is because of that, right? And then nothing more or less, I don't know how vocal in a sense he was about it, but nothing more or less came like, we can't have this happen. So they they 
bucked their trend, right? They made a deal. They made a deal for this year, avoid arbitration. So you, you felt like you kind of made him happy. And now he's out there. Negotiations have failed once again. And we're looking at a trade. Again, like that's just not a good look. How how does and I'm not saying there's like a ton of weight on this in those regards, right? But like, how does O'Neill Cruz look at that and go, "Oh boy," <laughs> like that's that's probably if things go well, going to be me one day. And they're not willing to pay him what he thinks he's deserving. So how's that going to be with me? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just one of those deals where you've now. I mean, he's he's been in the majors now for four years, right? Um, the Pirates have the Pirates have been bad all four years. So I mean, you're you're talking about a player who I mean, he's in his prime right now, and he's basically wasting it away playing it for a bad team. Um, so mind you, and just just I'm gonna add this because I just tweeted this out not too long yeah. ago because we're talking about it. So the records of the teams Brian Reynolds has played for in year one, 69 and 93, year two, 19 and 41, which is a 52 and 110 pace, year three, 61 and 101, and year four, 62 and 100. And now we're entering year five. And is this a 95 loss team? I don't 90? think so. 90? I don't think so. Like, I think this is a team that's probably in like the low to, I think the, like the low seventies to maybe mid seventies wins. Um, I, I think they can get there this off season with a, with a couple more signings. So I like, I don't think they're going to be miserable this year. Now here's the deal. If they trade Reynolds, things change a little bit. <laughs> like, like we talked about how last year was maybe that year that they tried getting better and they, they got a little bit closer to contention. Uh, this year now seems to be that year. I, I think I think this year is that year where they take at least a step towards contending. I don't, I don't think they necessarily contend, but they get close. Um, they get closer. But if Brian Reynolds gets traded this year, I don't know what that means to it. So... Um, because you know you you talk about a sixty-two win team. If you trade Brian Reynolds, not only do you have to replace Brian Reynolds, his production, but you also have to, you know, find twenty more wins out there to get to you know a five hundred pace, right? right? So you know how do you do that while losing Brian Reynolds? Now Reynolds is a good player. There's going to be a lot of teams interested. So. The good news here is that I don't think this puts the Pirates in a situation where, like, they get screwed on a trade. Like, there's still going to be plenty of people who want Brian Reynolds that the price tag for him should be pretty decent, right? Like, I'm not expecting – I mean, if, if, the, if, if the Pirates trade him and they get a relief pitcher, <laughs> a – Fifth starter, maybe, and a four A. Can we just outfielder? Right, we're not. That, I don't <clears> think that's happening. I was gonna say, but, can we just stop there? Okay, because I understand like the Pirates' perception. Yeah. yeah. As a joking way, right? You can talk that, but like that's not happening. Okay, I, I don't think so. They will yeah. get 
they will get something for Brian Reynolds here. And that's what I'm saying. So like there's there's going to be enough interest there that a team is going to pony up decent prospect capital for Brian Reynolds. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. Right. Um, you know, he was the number two offensive center fielder last year, right? And you gotta think if you're maybe on a good team, maybe he's playing left field. So the defense isn't that big of an issue as it was this year with him in center field. So I I, I don't think there's going to be an issue like getting a decent return for Brian Reynolds, but really it just comes down to like, okay, he's requested a trade. Do, do you trade him? One, I mean, because Brian, if, if you want to get better this year, you're going to want Brian Reynolds. If you want to be a good team in 2024, you're going to want Brian Reynolds on that team. So, I'm curious to just kind of see what they do from here. Um, like it sounds like extension talks are just at a complete breakdown and it's not happening right now. Can that be repaired? I don't know, but that's kind of what we're hearing from, from other, from other reporters. But that's just it. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's it. Can they be repaired? is the only answer or only question that needs to be answered right now mm-hmm. because that determines what direction you go this offseason. Like, I yeah. understand you say he doesn't need to be traded. He, he doesn't. Like, they have team control. He has no leverage. Thanks no. to the baseball economics on that. He really he has absolutely zero leverage, right? The only yeah. leverage he has is this move here. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're making this – like, this move represents two things. It's either his way of saying I'm serious – get me my money <laughs> right yeah or it is him like literally coming out and saying we are nowhere i'm not wanting to play for an organization that's going to keep losing still and if i'm not going to get my money here like let me at least win i'm a competitor i want to win i've had four years of misery so you aren't going to pay me i'm clear not going to win so just get me somewhere else and if the answer to that question is they are beyond repair and you aren't going to pony up, you're not, if this is like the bluff, right? You're not calling it. There is no point of keeping him for the three years, whether you want to or not, because let's go back to the original question. Why are you keeping Brian Reynolds? If you're kicking down this window further and further. So if you're not going to be competitive until 2024, at the very least, like, and I'm talking competitive because they're not going to be, I don't think, fighting for a wild card spot. Maybe at that point in time, a World Series, probably not. You know, like the wild card may be in existence, but like they're not, they're not really competing. And if that's the case, then you completely like there is no window with Brian Reynolds in here. So why are you even going to entertain keeping him just to be okay? We have Brian Reynolds for next year when you could actually capitalize on him. That's the only question that needs to be answered right now. Will you be able to extend him? If it's no, he has to be gone this year. That's where I'm at. Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate it, I, I tend to agree with that. Because, like, do you want somebody on your team for you – know, it's not going to be three years. You're not going to keep them that third year. The Pirates never keep somebody that last year. And get and get nothing for him, right? So that if they're not going to extend him, the uh, the eventual thing that's going to happen here is Brian Reynolds is going to be traded, right? It's just a matter of when. Uh, 
Um, so do you trade him now when he's got, you know, more value, he's got three years before his free agency, uh, or do you trade him, trade him later? So it's a good question. And I, I, I could, I see both ends. Like, I think it just all depends on like the goal of this team, like you mentioned. And, and I think that's where I'm frustrated here is like this team doesn't have to suck next year. Right. Like the team doesn't have to be bad in 2023. It could be decent. Hell, it could be a wild card contender in 2023 if they really want to. It's just a matter of if if they want to or not. And if they want to be a wild card contender, they need to go out there and they need to sign some pieces to fill in some holes that they have. And then, yeah, you can keep Brian Reynolds around. Next thing you know, he's winning games this year and he's like, yeah, maybe I'll stick around for a little bit longer. I'm happy I'm winning. Um, but I don't think they're going to do that, right? And if they're not going to do that, then the logical move is to move them because then what's the point? Like you mentioned, why just keep them around to be on a team that's going to lose, right? So it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to kind of make up my mind on what I would do here because what I would do is I just wouldn't suck next year. <laughs> like, Hell. like that's what I would do. Like, just don't suck anymore. Um, and, and so, but here we are. I think we're not going to be good next year. And if the, if we're not going to be good next year, then you got to get rid of him. That's it. And you got to get just... something for him when he's at his highest level, when he's at his highest value and ship him off and get something that can help you out two, three, four, five years down the road. Right. That's just where I'm at with it. Absolutely. That's why I, I again, like I'm not, close to the situation to really fill this out. This is all just speculation of what's happening, right? But, like, if they are, again, just that far apart and there really is no repair, you, ha- like you have to. And in my mind, he's gone this offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I know he hasn't been traded yet, and there's been a lot of teams that wanting him, right? But, again, the Pirates haven't had a whole lot of interest in wanting to trade him also. Right. Now – there's a reason to if they've always felt like in the back of the mind like you know well we're going to keep him because you have all these years of control and you know we will just extend him at some point then you're it's a safety net you know you don't need to but like if now you you have the information and knowledge that you're not going to be able to extend him he's done then right you have to like it is the right move at this point and it's only the right move because you failed you know it didn't have to get this way we didn't have to be here today you could have improved year after year, you know, like, and again, like, I, I know so many people like I'm seeing here too, as well, talking about like, it's just money. It, like, these players don't care about winning. Like wins don't, like, they don't care about the team. You know, it's all about the money. I, there's a good, there's a good mixture there. Yeah. Again, because of the MLB economics, they have like, these players have no leverage. Aaron judge didn't get paid. I mean, all through all he got paid because of arbitration, but like the Yankees never pwned up and extended him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a free agent this year. But he was winning. He's a Yankee. It is what it is. You know, maybe if it just is what it is with Brian Reynolds, he would still be okay being here. But because he's also sucking and he's also been a loser for five years now going on to, then he's, he's over it. And that's why I said, like, this is why it was important putting players around him. Because if you're not going to get paid, you know, and get that extension, 
at least win. Right. He's getting none of that. Like it didn't have to get here. And, and again, the easiest and simplest way of it not being here is to pay the man. That's it. Like they, they could also just do that. And they're clearly not. And I don't know how far away. And that's the thing, too. So Mackey reports that it would be the largest contract in history, right, for the Pirates, which would just ultimately break Hayes' record last year of $70 million, which broke Kendall's for 20-plus years, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and again, $70 million is a chunk of change, by all means. Like, I'm never going to see that one day. But in the grand scheme of things, as far as MLB goes, that being the largest, like, Brian Reynolds deserves that. Right. He, I mean, he deserves you, more than that. Yeah. You look at like similar outfielders who are free agents right now, right? Like we're talking about, we're talking about Brandon Nimmo who, you know, commanding a $20 million contract right now in free agency. Brandon Nimmo and Brian Reynolds are pretty similar players in terms of production over the course of their careers. Um, especially the last few years. So, you know, if Brandon Nimmo out there is getting $20 million a year, Brian Reynolds, you know, fair market value is there, right? Now, keep in mind, next two seasons, arbitration years, so, he, you know, salaries are going to be suppressed a little bit. But, you know, if you want to extend him beyond that, $20 million, right, is a good kind of fair market value for him. So, I'm not taking a whole, I guess the, the, when it comes to the Mackey tweet and I was, you know, he, we tweeted back and forth me, me and him a little bit when he, when he said that, but I guess it means something in that, like the Pirates didn't offer him nothing, right? It's not like they gave him just like a terrible offer, right? but based off of just <clears throat> that information and not knowing the exact number, if you're offering Brian Reynolds <clears throat> an extension for five years or more, just by default, it's going to be the highest contract in team history. Just by default. Right. And that's probably what I'm alluding to, you know, because yeah. it is Brian Reynolds. Like, he's just going to command bigger than 70. So, like, that shouldn't – don't take the 70 million as, like, the largest – and he's being offered the largest in team, you know, history. And it's like, oh, my God, the Pirates are poning out. Like, it's Brian Reynolds. And the way the market is, he just – like you said, like, he has to. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what also gets me, too. Is I wonder, like, really where ultimately like, the big holdup is. Is it years as well? You know, we're talking money, but we don't know how many years are being offered. Like, obviously, three years, you mentioned, is arbitration. They're buying out. So how many years are free agency also? Like, if he wants to be here, are they hung up on, like, two and he wants three, four? You know, so, like, it's, I'm sure it's ultimately a mixture of things. But, again, this just isn't a good look. This is the second offseason where – you're again for like a lack of better words you're screwing over brian reynolds monetarily like that's how it's being perceived right you're just not paying your star and again going back to the clubhouse the culture like the players like they see this this is the faces of your franchise and it's the same old pirates yeah yeah i mean and just from a from a pr standpoint right if we're just talking that the Pirates have historically not been very good in that department. And this is just another opportunity for them to uh, 
be shit on, I guess, for a lack of a better words. Like, like everybody around Major League Baseball now knows that, you know, Brian Reynolds, who's like, you know, one of three people who non-Pirates fans even know exists on this team. <clears throat> they now all think, oh, well, he clearly wants out of Pittsburgh because the Pirates suck and they, they don't pay anybody and they won't get anybody to help them out. Um, so this is just another just it's another PR disaster. It's another reason for all those, you know, the casual Pittsburgh fans out there to just be like, this is a Pirates. This is who they are. They they finally get a good player and, you know, he wants out because it's a cheap team and Bob Nutting sucks and blah, blah, blah. Right. Which all of that is somewhat true. <laughs> right. But right. it's just but it just kind of feeds into the whole narrative that, you know, it's the same old pirates. They can't ever keep any of their good players. They're a minor league team for the Yankees, and because the Yankees are looking like a pretty strong candidate to uh, to be able to to land him, right? And when it comes to teams out there, so it just sucks. Like the whole situation sucks. Um, and I think just because I think we were looking forward to taking a step forward, we were looking forward to taking a step forward in 2023, um, and. <sighs> If they trade Reynolds this offseason, they're not really taking a step forward in 2023. And again, to the timing, a week ago, hey, guys, you know what? It it seems like it's a little more than just words coming out of Ben Charrington's mouth. They traded for Troy. They signed Santana. You know, they are doing some things. There's there's talks that they might sign two starting pitchers, right? They're interested in Gibson and Quintana, which, of course, Gibson signed to the Orioles, so that's gone. But regardless, like – you know what? Maybe they're actually serious about what they've talked about for the past three years. And they are going to progress and, and take a little bit of that step forward. So we can go, we're happy in that sense. And then a week later, this comes out. And, and you're right. Like this changes things. And I'm sure like the Pirates weren't banking on this to happen. They wanted to have Brian Reynolds on the team. And again, they still can if they choose to. Um, but at, right, if that trade does happen, you're going to lose a lot of production offensively, certainly in the outfield, which that's a disaster to begin with. Right, mm-hmm. the outfield for the Pirates. So I guess it really just depends on like what this return is going to be, what they're going to look for, what they're going to get. Is there something that's going to be able to replace? Of course, not fully, right? But are you getting a replacement in Brian Reynolds that's in the outfield day one? You know, or is it all minor leaguers and now you got to go out and sign something? I'm not going to assume of what tier of that something may be, but a body. Uh, and, and then right, mm-hmm. like you didn't really take a step forward. You're kind of, I mean, you're, you're forward just by attrition, right? You're like you're moving forward because you don't have Josh Van Meter on the team anymore. And Yoshi, like these other guys, right? You've just naturally gotten better because you don't have the absolute worsts, but you're kind of just staying afloat opposed to moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it just again, it just sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> um, I mean, Anthony's been here in the comments talking about you know they they could just get better players to surround them with, and and that might make them happy. I I don't, and 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 that's true, I think, but we also don't know that. Like, it could just be like, like Reynolds wants an extension, and the Pirates aren't meeting those talks, and they've gone so bad that like he's done. Like it could just be that he's done. Right. Mm. And I think you, 
what was the Ken Rosenthal? What was what was Ken Rosenthal saying about this? What was his exact words about it? Uh, exact words. Let's see here. I know I put it here. Yeah. The relationship is broken. It's over. <laughs> this is the office skit. <laughs> the relationship is broken. It's over between the Pirates and Reynolds. Time to make the best trade possible and move on. That's from Brian, or Brian Ken Rosenthal. So, like that wording, and like Ken Rosenthal's a pretty reputable reporter. Um, I would put Ken Rosenthal above John Heyman, right? But when it comes to like it's what he says, or you're yeah, not he hasn't blocked that all, right? Yeah, you're so salty. Um, but, but like that doesn't sound good, right? Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. The relationship is broken. It's over. It's over. Like that's that sounds pretty bad. Here comes Michael Scott walking um, out the office. <laughs> like if that's the case, and the relationship is broken, it's over. Then. Like you, you can't, you can't go forward with them. I mean, it's just going to be one of those deals where it's going to spring training is going to roll around and every single question is going to be Brian Reynolds. Talk to us about how you demand, you know, how you requested a trade. Talk to us how you, how, you know, what, what happened to cause that? Why do you want to leave? Um, what, what, what made that, what made that happen? Like, it's going to be a distraction that Brian Reynolds isn't going to want. It's going to be a distraction. The pirates aren't going to want, it's going to be a distraction that the rest of the team isn't going to want. So, you know, if, 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 if what Ken Rosenthal is saying there is true and that like, it's over between these guys, you just move on. You got to move on. And as much yeah. as that sucks, is what it is. At least you can turn over that new leaf. Say, here are the guys that we do want. They're going to be part of this rebuild. And you move forward. But, like, it's not going to. And no matter how many times you point it out, no matter how many opportunities that present themselves with the Pirates, they're not going to do it. But, like, every year it's just about money. Like every single year, every move they make, no matter what. I mean, again, like we go back to the O'Neill Cruz. It's money. Like he's not going to start on day one. We don't want to. We don't want to pay you. And this year it's going to be the same thing with Endy, you know. And like they have the opportunity to fix that. And they say, like they come out and say, this is what they're going to do when the new regime comes in. It is player centric. Like we are going to do these things. We're going to do the right things. Mm-hmm. And they still don't. And it's like, and then here we are again, right? It's it's Brian Reynolds now until he's, if he's traded, right? And then it's going to be Andy Rodriguez that we're talking about, like in the same manner for the reasons in a few months when he's in AAA and not starting opening day. That, you know what? You had an opportunity where you could have started this kid from day one. He's really, really good. He could give you a draft pick, right? You could just do him well and give him the full years of service time. And they... They won't do it. Yeah. And I think what the most frustrating thing about all of this is, is that we go back to, you know, the off season before the 2020 season, right? Mm -hmm. Ben Sherrington's hired as the general manager. And 
he comes in with the idea that this team needs torn down completely and rebuilt. And it didn't have to be like that. It didn't have to be like that. Like you can argue and you can say, you know what? Rebuilding was the way to go. You can go ahead and argue that. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think that team was that bad. There was talent on that team. You had Josh Bell. You had Brian Reynolds. You had Starling Marte. You had Joe Musgrove. You had Jamison Tyone. Like those, like Tyone, Musgrove, Bell, Marte. You didn't have to trade those guys. You didn't have to. Like Ben Charrington decided that's what he was going to do. Ben Charrington decided that he was going to trade all those people with years of control left. This team didn't have to suck in 2020. This team didn't have to suck in 2021. This team didn't have to suck last year. They could have been better. And if they would have been better, are we in a situation that's completely different right now with Brian Reynolds, where he's at least been on competitive teams the last three years? Because they didn't have to do this rebuild. And I think it just goes back to, like, rebuilds suck. It sucks for us as fans. We've had to watch a shitty baseball team for the last three seasons. You know, put put players on the field that have no no reason for being on a major league team. We've had to watch that over and over and over again. Um, and not only has it sucked for us, but now it's clearly showing that you know it sucks for the players. Brian Reynolds is a good major league baseball player, and he's just been surrounded by trash for mm-hmm. you know over three years now. And I think you can you can get through that if you're going to say, okay, you know what? Thank you for for putting up with this shit for for the last three years. Um, you know, we want you to be around when this thing finally turns around. Here's your pile of money, right? Thank you. Let's do this, right? And now we're to the point where you know we don't know what was offered, but it clearly wasn't enough in the eyes of Brian Reynolds, and we're now to the point where. This rebuild happened, and Brian Reynolds is sick of it. <laughs> like he's he's yeah. sick of being a pirate. He's sick of being a pirate. He wants to go somewhere else now, and it didn't have to be this way. That's that's kind of my whole taking this full circle. Sure, and I get it, and I'll offer this perspective on it that. I'm okay with the rebuild. Like I understand he didn't have to, right? I but I also understand the perspective of this organization is like I look around and just you guys have done bad, right? <laughs> Neil's Neil's left quite a mess here. I need to clean it up, and none of these guys are my people. You know, like I'm going to restart. I'm going to stamp this organization as Ben Charrington. This is what I'm going to do. And I can understand that. Like, I'm okay with the rebuild, the, de- the desire to blow this thing up and move forward. What didn't have to be this way, though, is a sense of even going that path. You don't have to surround the team with the absolute worst of worst talents. You know, like, you don't have to say, well, we are going to rebuild. So, therefore, this team has to have minor leaguers on it. And what I mean by minor leaguers is not prospects coming up. I mean, guys that don't deserve to be on major league rosters. That's what I'm getting at. You know, like when the Royals have also been bad, but they go out and sign some guys that are major leaguers that can lead, 
good clubhouse guys. We talk about that's what like, Carlos Santana represents. Like he's not the best of the best. There's signs that he could be better than what was last year, but you're not like a competitive team doesn't really, really make that move to put them over the edge. A rebuilding team does it because, hey, there's some stability. There's actually a, a solid player who can play the position. But like what he presents to the clubhouse means a whole hell of a lot as well. Like that's what could have been happening all along. You didn't have to just be the laughing stock of baseball and rebuilding. You could have rebuilt and then also made guys like Brian Reynolds maybe a little bit happy because you weren't the worst of the worst. You weren't always being shown up on MLB or sports center or whatever to be poked fun of. I'm sorry. Like this goes once again about, you know, all they care about is money. That, that's, that's also not it. Like these are the most competitive people you've ever met in your entire life. No, no matter how quiet Brian Reynolds is, I guarantee you, no matter what he does, he wants to win to the point that his wife's probably annoyed in that sense. <laughs> You know, even if it's like who gets the clothes done first, Brian Reynolds actually wants to win that. Like he wants to beat his wife at that just because it's a competition. He wants to win 162 games in a whole freaking season of baseball. Like that's thing in baseball too. It's not 18 games. It's not like, you know, 80, 81. It's 162 games every single year. You're going to have to compete and you lose 70% of them year in and year out. At least put some competency around him. That's that's been gone. It's been the worst of the worst, essentially, for Brian Reynolds for four years. That to me is like where Charrington just did not care and really screwed up this whole rebuild. Yeah. And then you also get the whole, I mean, they they dicked around last year during his arbitration, and I'm sure that didn't help, but no, and then yeah, everything again, has Cruz, and now the extension, and now probably yeah. ND. And again, you keep preaching about player centric, and these players are going to keep seeing what's happening. You're saying one thing, but your actions are the other. <clears throat> so again, Jason Kendall, welcome to hell. Like, how is it not different right now than then? Oh, that's sad, and, and that's what's going to happen. Like, if you keep him, I mean, that, that's kind of the situation we're going to be in. You're going to have a locker room full of young players that you're hoping to take a step forward this year, and they're going to look at their, their kind of leader in the clubhouse, Brian Reynolds. This guy doesn't want to be here. You're not changing the culture one bit around here. Like, not no. one bit. There's not nope. one culture change in Pittsburgh Power organization. Nope. I don't really know about what else to add. I and mean, we, I think we said kind of everything here, but it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a crap situation to be in, you know, as a fan, because, you know, everybody likes Brian Reynolds. I think everyone who pays attention to the pirates likes Brian Reynolds, except for maybe Bucko Mike, but that's just because he's Bucko Mike. <laughs> he does. He doesn't make sense half the time. Right. Um, <clears throat> but everyone else likes them. And so like, this is just kind of like a, it's like a gut punch, you know, cause you know, he's, 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 if you're, if you're saying who's your favorite player on this team, you know, odds are you're probably saying O'Neill Cruz or Brian Reynolds. And it's uh, true. I mean, the one thing yeah. I'll say though, like, yes, like he didn't give you a reason to hate him, but I will say though too, and this maybe helps the positive sense. 
he also doesn't really give you too many reasons like to love him. Like Except Andrew McCutcheon was beloved, but he's also good. Like that's no, I the get reason. That. I, the I reason get is he's good. Yeah, I get that. But I could see, as far as fan fra- favorites and such, like outside of just good, like why do why do kids like players? Like I didn't really like Ken Griffey Jr. just because he was good, right? Like that party misses. Like he's not Andrew McCutcheon, and it's not just simply because he's not the player Andrew McCutcheon was. But I think those reasons it might be easier for the Pirates to move him. Also, not that it means anything. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I, I get what you're saying. There's not a reason to hate him, but there's not. He doesn't give too many reasons to like fall in love with Brian Reynolds either, outside of just being good, which doesn't take much on this team. I'm just looking at this lineup from last year, and like if you take Brian Reynolds out. It's bad. It's bad. It it's was bad good. with him. It's not, so. it's not good, but it, it's, even, it's even worse. <laughs> I don't know, man. So it's going to be a big week. It's yeah. already been talked about. Mackie sitting in the lobby, talking with industry, industry source, and Yankees are they're apparently in. It's happening. Yankees action, are in. Action is going on. Rockies have interest apparently as well. We've been told uh, Braves have interest. So now it's just a matter of, you know, let's let's start let's start talking about what 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 could happen, right? If 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 they do trade him, I think the Yankees are probably the team most well positioned to put the Pirates uh, to give the Pirates like a pretty good offer for Brian mm-hmm. Reynolds. Um, they're they've got a lot of nice young talent that's either close to major league ready or uh, you know, just they've, they've, they've got a pretty good system um, and they also have a want to win right away. So, you know, their, their need for Brian Reynolds is higher than, than a lot of other people. Right. Um, the Braves, you know, or another team being floated around out there, you know, the Braves would probably love to have him added to that outfield of, you know, Acuna and Harris problem with the Braves is they don't have the prospect capital that a team like the Yankees have. Uh, the Braves have, I don't think they have a single top 100 prospect. So, you know, you're looking at, if you're making a deal with the Braves, you're, you're getting quantity instead of quality. And I think we're all kind of over that stuff. Like that's not going to work for a Brian Reynolds trade. I don't think um, Rockies, yeah. <laughs> Rockies interest that that would make sense for the Pirates. They've got, they've got stuff to offer. So yeah. So now it's just a matter of like, Hey, let's uh, let's play, let's play uh, MLB trade rumors. And you know, what, what do you think? I think it, you know, if, if the Yankees are able to build an offer around Jason Dominguez and, you know, have Dominguez and maybe uh, something else added in there, you got to maybe consider that Uh, the Rockies with, you know, maybe Veen's a little bit too much to ask for, but, you know, they've got, you know, Amador and Bernable. Like, they've got some other talent as well. The Dodgers have a lot of talent that they could they could put together for an offer. So there's a lot of teams out there that are going to want Brian Reynolds, and they have stuff to offer. Now it's just a matter if if this is the route the Pirates are going to go and they're going to trade them, then get the best possible deal that you can. And the good news is 
there's going to be a lot of teams who want Brian Reynolds. So hopefully that can happen. Yes. <clears throat> Certainly the good news is there's a lot of teams that want him. So you're going to have your choice. And that's why going back to your original comment here, this really isn't a scenario where it's like you're going to get a reliever and like this fourth outfielder. There's competition to get Brian Reynolds if, if, if you want. You're going to have your choice. Making the correct choice is going to be important, right? So there's that aspect. That's why the Pirates get that joke because, you know, you get this package and then they all turn out turning into pumpkins or whatever. And that's why you joke about the reliever and fourth outfielder. They're going to have their choice of what they want. What, what I kind of – I don't want to say fear, right? But like what you're talking about, like with Dominguez and Volpe and stuff like – or um, Veen. Like there's still guys that are kind of far out. You know, the position players also. And not saying that the team doesn't need any more position players. But, like, the thing about Brian Reynolds, what he could present to. And we actually talk about this a little bit on NS9 Idol. So tune in tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. But, uh, like, what he does present is, like, he could be that piece that fills the void of maybe the front-end starter. And none of those organizations you're talking about have, like, the big-time pitching prospect that maybe you're looking for as well in, like, this return. Um, so like, that's, what's going to be interesting if it gets traded, right? Like what the return is not just simply for the best player, like not that they failed on getting a return. It's what direction they go in that return. Are they out there saying, well, Hey, if we're going to trade Brian Reynolds, then we have to go and get pitching. Are they saying we're just doing best available? Like whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just the best prospect package. We're going with it. Uh, and then again, also are they looking at, like the Charrington MO has been younger, talented players, or are they going something closer to the majors with this return? So, yeah, like that's what's going to be interesting is like what direction they choose to go in. If, in my eyes, when they trade Brian Reynolds. Yeah, like I said, that's, that's going to be the curious part now. If, if the trade's going to happen, you know. What's it going to be? What's going to be? I, I, I have a feeling that if a team is going after Brian Reynolds, you're probably not getting like an impactful major league ready bat because why wouldn't the team just roll with that? You know? So I feel like if you're trading Reynolds, you're probably trading them to a team that like wants to win right now. And they're probably not going to be as willing to give up talent that can help them right now. But who knows? A lot of time, like I said, there's going to be a lot of suit with that. Uh, so, so Ben Sherrington should be able to, you know, name his price and see who can meet it. I, I, I think you go the, the route of just, you know, the best, the most talent possible, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a trade return. Um, I would rather go for quality over quantity, right? There's got to be at least like one main headliner coming back to you in this deal. Like you can't just, you can't just trade Brian Reynolds for five guys who have talent, but they haven't really put things together yet, but there's upside. Well, see what you do, Jim. See, I don't think you follow the Twitter accounts that often that well, because what you do is you, you throw in Bednar then also, right? So you don't just keep it at Reynolds. You throw in Bednar maybe Cruz, and then that way you can get some teams like top 17 prospects, right? 
So, so really, that is what you do. Like one through it's, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you look at the, you want like seventeen players coming back. So just yeah. throw in more people, right? We give them all your good players, and that way you can get like their number five through twenty three prospects, yeah. and then we have a deal. Okay, because that actually works out because, on that stupid website where it like measures value. Yeah, right. As long as you, the numbers match, yeah, you're good. So it is about quantity, not so much quality. Yeah. Don't touch their top prospects, but just get like 30 of them in return. That yeah. evens out numbers wise and you're fine. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> right. That works on, uh, on out of the park, <clears throat> by the way, I've, I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm like, who are like a bunch of prospects who are like, okay, but they're not good. But if you add them all together, they've got decent value. It, it, it works. <laughs> right. The computer accepts it sometimes. Yep. Yeah. So that may be the issue. All these Twitter accounts. Not to know about the but I saw you comment too, but just oh my god. <laughs> Justin. He loves I don't even know how he finds these accounts because like no one interacts with them. No. It's not he's as like, like this tweet goes viral and he's like commenting. He like yeah. finds his most obscure tweets that has no interaction with it, and he's like, Oh, I don't know about this deal. <laughs> It's like an account that was created yesterday. Right. With one follower follows nobody. It's like the third tweet from that account. Just... <laughs> and he's and he's the only interaction. <laughs> and it's oh, it's so funny. But yeah, and it's all it's it's like well, if the if the pirates if they want to throw a Bednar and Cruz, then the Indians can give the Guardians. Geez, the Guardians can give like these twenty three players in return, and I think it's a fair assessment. Yeah. We and then love, Justin's we like you. all over. You, He's Justin. like, this is terrible. This is never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Justin. We love your passion for trades. Yes. It's fun. But um, So anyways, I think we can wrap this up. I think so. So I'm going to end it with this question to you, even though you, you've, you've answered it to me. Next week, Brian Reynolds, is he a pirate? Yes. Okay. Follow up. Next April 1st, Brian Reynolds, is he a pirate? No. I feel that's probably it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm with you too. I would not be surprised if we come out of the border meetings and he's still a pirate. But I feel like a lot of the legwork's going to happen this to this week. Because again, there's a lot of teams going to suit. And the, and the Pirates are going to have their opportunity to take whomever, and they're probably going to thoroughly choose who they want, right? But uh, I'm with you. I think he's traded. <laughs> I came for takes on your hurry. <laughs> That's not, yeah, I, mean, I guess this weekend, what? Uh, Ali Sanchez got claimed by the Diamondbacks. Your hurry is going to the Giants, so we don't have them anymore. So the Pirates are back to one catcher on their roster, so. Clearly, there'll be some action there on the catching front here soon, I would imagine. Uh, Yohore, good riddance. I think all of us were kind of over him. Just the stuff was just not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really seem like a major league pitcher. And Alex Luan Sanchez, Diaz, whatever. Luan Diaz, too, off the team after a, a strong eight days, I, I believe is what it was in the offseason. Yeah. And he was claimed by the Orioles also, right? Yeah. So the Orioles taking all the Pirates targets. Pirates went and got Diaz, then put him, try to sneak him through, and the Orioles claimed him. 
Pirates looking at Kyle Gibson potentially, and the Orioles take him. The the number on that Gibson deal hasn't been uh, been shared yet. It just says one year deal. There's no no money yet. I'm kind of curious to see what they what they settled on. Right. Um, yeah, I guess outside of Brian Reynolds, uh, is there is there anything else to add um, outside of I guess those three small things we talked about? Not really. Uh, Fred McGriff Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, however. Don Mattingly short, Kurt Schilling short, Dale Murphy short, and then, you know, obviously Barry Bonds, Clemens all short. So that's another talk, I think, for another podcast, I guess. We can go into the uh, – we've talked a lot about our Hall of Fame thoughts. So, But, yeah, yeah Fred McGriff, Hall of Famer. There you go. So uh, I guess the, the bigger news in the sense is the Pirates 40-man is at 38 now with those waiver claims. So. I'm sure they clearly have intentions in drafting at least one player in the Rule 5 coming up, right? So we'll find out who. We'll talk about that yep. if it's not dominated by a Brian Reynolds trade. Ooh, and Colton Wong, no longer in the NL Central. Oh, yeah. So that alone, I saw somebody say like that, that alone adds like five wins to the Pirates. Yep, yep. <laughs> so they aren't a 95 loss, right? They're, yeah. they're at least <laughs> 90 losses at most. Yeah, just because Colton Wong's gone. <laughs> Thank God! Holy crap! He just who knows <laughs> the Brewers, man. They're 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 doing some funky things right now. They always do, though. I mean, sure, but they're um they're being kind of cheap. Yeah, they seem like they're I, being kind of cheap. I guess they're keeping Adamus. They're keeping Burns. They're keeping Woodruff. Um. And then they're kind of just Are shuffling the burns. I don't know. That's what know. the report is. But I mean, they they they've done a lot of like shifting players around. Like they like they traded Wong, but you know they got Jesse Winker, who is making a decent amount of money next year. Um, they traded Renfro. You know, yeah, Renfro. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what they're doing. I guess they're just like really hoping that they've got some they've got some close prospects. Like we talked about Sal Freilich last night in our in our yeah, yeah, podcast. So they got some guys who are close to helping out too. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not I don't know what to expect. I would imagine they take a step back though, a little bit. The Cardinals are good. Though. All right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Yeah, let's um, do it. You know what? Anthony has been claiming for this for a while. We'll definitely talk more about NL Central teams. Um, I just feel like we're taking our opportunity. It's not often that you get to talk Pirates this early in the offseason. So we're capitalizing on it because once January comes, there's nothing to really talk about. That's probably when we'll get into the NL Central talk. But we've been blessed with information right now, so we're, we're eating it up. Yeah. Yeah, once it slows so down, we'll talk more about the Central. Yeah, because we're going to need topics. You should know that, yeah. Anthony. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get out of here then. Uh, so, yeah, once again, tune in uh, tonight. We'll have our first. We've recorded two of them already. Uh, so, we'll be putting them out there. And it's not idle. Um, so, watch and, and help us decide who's going to be the next co host to talk about this upcoming Brian Reynolds Less Pirates. All right. We out. I don't like that look, Jim. Uh, Louisville's football coach just got hired by Cincinnati. Oh, it's going to the okay. Bearcats. 
Nobody cares. No, so that's We're the guy. Go on. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh,